0: Do you ever feel an ache over sin in your life? You wish those things had never happened, or you'd never done what now sticks with you. This is Wednesday, May 31st. What we've learned is there's a suffering associated with our sin. It hurts us by its nature, and also hurts other people, because we were made for so much more, and also because it creates such a painful rift between us and God. Franz Kafka, the French philosopher and writer, wrote a fascinating story entitled The Trial. In it, he relates the story of a man named Joseph K. who when he turned 30 years old was arrested. He was indicted and put through hearing after hearing. But here's the thing. He is never told what he actually did, the crime he was charged with. As much as he would like the thing settled, he seems stuck in a criminal justice system without any way to clear up what he has done. Because he does not know what he is charged with, he doesn't know whether he is guilty or not. When we reach the end of the story, Joseph K. has never learned the cause of his arrest. Now, in many ways, reflecting on this story, this ache that Joseph K. feels, believing he's done something wrong, but... He's not quite sure what it is. Well, this is what we come to feel often as human beings. It's true that most people don't believe in God or sin or hell, but there's this ache that tells them something is not the way it's supposed to be. This ache is universal. And the problem is that without the ability to talk about sin and forgiveness, there really is no way to address and resolve it. So as human beings, we set out on a course to make ourselves feel better, to resolve that feeling that leaves us aching for wholeness. Now here's our text for today, John chapter 13, verse 5 to 8. After that, he, that's Jesus, poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. As we began to look at yesterday, Peter does not want Jesus to wash his feet. This is more than avoiding having Jesus condescend to do this for Peter. He knows what it means. Though we feel a low-grade guilt in our lives, we run from the admission of our need. No way, Jesus. You are never going to wash my feet. But notice what Jesus says to Peter. You have no part with me without this cleaning. Now, we need to see that without this washing, without forgiveness from Jesus, we won't be able to enter into discipleship with Jesus. I remember reading the story of a soldier that married soon before he went off to war. And he was away from home for almost two years during the war. And in the process, he broke his marriage vows. He never told his wife when he returned home, and she'd been faithfully waiting for him. She was delighted that they could enjoy their life together, but for some reason, he just could not. She didn't know what he'd done, but you see, he knew, and he did not feel worthy of her love, and for that reason, he could not fully accept it or give himself to her. She just couldn't understand why they could not enjoy their marriage. The war was over, but the truth was that the war was still going on for him. Because of his sense of unworthiness, he almost lost his marriage. And it wasn't until he confessed and dealt with his sin before God that he would come to accept the love his wife was so willing to give to him. You see, this is where we are with God. We cannot fully enjoy what God has for us and grow as disciples of Jesus until we admit our need, until we are cleansed by Jesus until we who are far away are brought near. We want to be disciples. We want to learn from Jesus and to enjoy God. But we can't. We can't believe that we're loved. We can't believe that God has good purposes for us. We cannot rest in him. You see, forgiveness is not a side issue. It is the issue for us and God. And this is why Jesus tells Peter that he will have no part in him unless he is washed. And we may think that we're doing people a favor by sidestepping the sin problem, but like with Joseph K., we're leaving that person with the gnawing awareness of a problem without providing any solution. The good news is that Jesus came to save his people from their sins. Yes, we really need to be saved. We cannot bail ourselves out of this one. We need to be rescued by Jesus and given a forgiveness we do not deserve by the Lord Jesus. And this is what Jesus does for us at the cross. The Apostle Paul explained this in one of his letters, the second letter to the Corinthians. God made him, that's Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's Second Corinthians 5.21. You see, this is where we stand. And it's here where we can know and enjoy the love of God for us. Here, where what has kept us apart is swallowed up by Jesus and nailed to the cross and is no more. Let's pray. Lord God, your grace is great, though we are weak. Help us to see that we must rest in the forgiveness that you've given to us in Jesus, that we might be able to enjoy you. We pray in the name of Jesus, amen.